You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Beats it on the blind. Back inside to Lewis. Turns it away to Oliphant. They're moving nicely. Smith, Meninga, close, close. Gets it away to Booster. This could be the try they're after. Yes, it is. He's over. Running around and Booster is in. I love this time of the year, Sats. It's book season. Everything's coming out in time for for Christmas. And most of us dads, we just love to read a good book over the Christmas period. We love our sports books. And there's a brand new one out. It's by Murray Barnett. It's called Bowie. Not David Bowie, but the (laughs) Kerry Bostead story. One of the finest and fastest wingers to ever play the game, Sats. Outstanding player. A very lovable and likable guy off the field as well. And, um, And played in an era where... The big winger was starting to be introduced, but he just went against the grain. He was such a tiny man, but played you know, nearly 30 tests for his country, went on two kangaroo tours. Represented New South Wales and Queensland. In the same year. That's incredible. Yeah, and Let's... a lot of people realise that, the history of the game, that first State of Origin match in 1980. Played for the Seagulls, the what's that team? Roosters, Roosters. something like that. Uh, also played for the Bears. I didn't know he played for the Bears. Yeah, he did. Yeah, finished off there. There you go. Mm. Bring in the, the author now, Murray Barnett, on Sports Day. G'day, Murray. Hey, gentlemen. Thanks very much for having me on. Now, this book is called The Kerry Bostead Story. Bowie, uh, I look forward to, to reading this myself. Mate, why did you choose uh, Kerry Bostead as a topic? Well, um, I wrote a book uh, that came out in 2015 called For the Love of the Game. It was about 10 players that played for Queensland before State of Origin uh, because I wanted to get some recognition for players that played in that era. And I decided, well, the next book that I wrote, I really wanted to try and focus on one particular player. And I looked around, saw who had already had a book put out and who hadn't. And I found that Kerry didn't. And I asked to have a meeting with him uh, found his phone number, called him, and uh, he agreed for me to write the book. And so it's a totally authorised biography. Um, We collaborated on it together, and uh, he agreed uh, to let me write the book with him, and we've spent three and a half years on it. Oh, that's great. And like I said, he's such a a lovable guy to to meet off the field. He loves a chat, loves a conversation, and some of the things that you – Absolutely. Yeah, some yeah. of the things that you discovered about Kerry um, in writing the book and what a lot of a lot of our listeners who would be Kerry Bostead fans um, w- probably didn't realise that born in Innisfail, raised in Innisfail, has produced a lot of very good rugby league players. But while playing in Innisfail, he, got rep- he represented Queensland and Australia playing out of a little country, hmm. North Country, uh, North Queensland country town. Absolutely. Well, he was actually born in Silkwood, which is just outside of Innisfail. And uh, he did play in the uh, Innisfail competition for a club called Southern Suburbs. Mm-hmm. And he played only four first-grade games for Southern Suburbs before he went through 
the different uh, teams to uh, reach the Queensland team and the Australian team. So four four A-grade games uh, and then went on to play for Queensland and Australia uh, with only four games. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, but also that first Origin match in 1980, as Jace just mentioned, he, he not only made played for Queensland in 1980 in that first Origin match, and there was only one game in 1980, but he played for New South Wales also that same year. Just explain to the listeners how that how that happened. Right, right, right. So, of course, um, in 1980, uh, it wasn't state of origin initially and hadn't been for... Well, it, it never had been yeah. because you uh, represented the state where you lived. So he was playing for the Roosters at the time uh, in Sydney. So because he was living in Sydney, he got picked to, to play uh, for New South Wales two games. And then, of course, when the... Uh, when um, Queensland lost the first two games. They uh, organised the State of Origin game. And so he represented Queensland and he told me it's quite an interesting experience because uh, earlier um, people would throw bottles at him and treat him like an enemy <laughs> because he played for New South Wales. And then as soon as he comes and plays for Queensland, Bowie, Bowie, so uh, everybody's on his side suddenly. He was outstanding. So he thought that was quite an interesting Like experience. we're saying, you know, he was such, uh, such an exciting winger to watch purely because he was so tiny, but he, he came up against some of the real giants on the wing, didn't he? Guys like Terry Fay and Eric Groth. And a yes. lot of the time he had their measure. And, and Mark Harris, yes. Yeah. Yes, that's absolutely. Well, what a lot of people don't know is that when he uh, was playing in Innisfail uh, uh, when he was younger and he played for the Queensland schoolboys, he played at halfback. So he only um, became a winger uh, when he started playing for um, Queensland country. So because he um, played all his early career as a halfback, he knew how to tackle really well. So um, when they put him out on the wing, um, that tackling ability, of course, was still there. After his playing days uh, in rugby league, he obviously moved on to management and administration. Administration. He was one of the, the driving forces behind the North Queensland Cowboys. Absolutely. I would call him the number one driving force behind that. Um, he was the first uh, employee of, of, the, um, of the group that was trying to get the Cowboys going. He was the first CEO. And um, he, he, he spent hours and hours and hours of his time uh, liaising with Ken Arthurson and John Quayle about what was necessary to get the Cowboys over the line. Um, in fact, uh, his wife, Lee, was the person that actually came up with the name Cowboys because there were a couple of glitches that uh, went on early on when they were um, trying to connect with uh, the, the North Queensland guys. And uh, there, was a, there was a problem a couple of times with a, with a plane flight uh, because they were on standover tickets but then missed their flight. And, and Lee actually said, what a bunch of Cowboys. <laughs> and so it was like an in-house joke for a little while and then uh, the, the, the name sort of stuck. Yeah, good stuff. That's great to hear. Now, over Super League, I'm, I actually met with Kerry Boasted in 1993. For a contract? I uh, met him in the Greenmount... The Greenmount... Um, surf Club? No, not the Surf Club. The Greenmount uh, Hotel, the, the, yeah, the, the accommodation. Yeah. All right, yeah. Yeah, met him, he was staying there talking to Gold Coast Seagulls players because Grant Bell was the first coach and he was our coach at the Gold Coast. And Correct. He's trying to get a and, lot of us young he came players from up the Gold there. Coast. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. 
now that they went they went to Super League in 1995 for the 1997 season, he, and like I said earlier on, he's such a he's such a likable guy, and he's such a likable guy, Bowie, and he wouldn't have an enemy. But during that time around Super League, anyone who linked themselves with Super League did find a lot of enemies within the game. Was did Kerry find some people that um, were all of a sudden against a lot of his values and and what he believed in as a rugby league administrator? Yeah, well, he not only is he a nice guy and a likable guy, a popular guy, he's also a very ethical guy. So what had happened is um, it, it's quite a long story and uh, maybe uh, listeners can uh, buy the book to find out uh, more detail. But in short, uh, what happened is um, they'd gone to the ARL uh, uh, earlier uh, in the year and um, agreed to go with the ARL. But then... Um, uh, Shorty McLean uh, decided that um, they'd go with Super League and Kerry said, hey, but we'd already decided we'd go with the ARL. So um, the board decided to go with Super League even though they'd originally signed a contract with the ARL. Kerry couldn't stand that because he said, look, we went to the ARL hand on hearts that we agreed that we'd go with the ARL. So he didn't feel it was right um, to stay under those yeah. circumstances. Murray Barnett, the uh, the author of Bowie, the Kerry Bowstead story, and get it in all good bookstores. We'll t- ask you where shortly. Before we let we, you go, we hear via Jack, our producer, that uh, you're a very big Gary Belcher fan. Out of five, what would you give the book uh, Kangaroo Confidential? <laughs> all right. Well, anything to do with uh, Gary Belcher, I'd uh, automatically give five out of five for sure. He was... Uh, one of the one of the big players I uh, followed when I was younger. You must so, be very uh, easily lo- lo- impressed. Loved him, loved him as a player. Murray, you must be easily impressed. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a good man. Well, I wouldn't say that, but he's a good uh, man. He, he was a he was a great player. Can we expect you to do a book on the great badge uh, anytime soon? Well, I I, I would be honoured uh, if he was interested. I. I'd be happy to talk to him at any time about that. All right. Well, Sats and I are his managers, so yeah. feel free to chat to us. Yeah. And we take 70%. <laughs> okay, right, sure. Done. Right, where can 70%. we get you? 70%. Oh, yeah. right. Well, I was expecting... I was expecting you'd take 80%, so that's fine. No, we're nice guys. Uh, so we're taking 70% each, by the okay. way. I just want to let you know that. Hey, uh, whereabouts can oh, we get... Where, okay. where can we get the book Bowie from? It will be in uh, bookstores later on. Uh, this year, but if you'd like to get a copy now for Christmas and it's autographed, you can go to thecreativewriter.com.au forward slash Bowie, B-O-W-I-E, and you can get an autographed copy that way. Murray Barnett, uh, the author of Bowie, the Kerry Bowstead story. Appreciate your time tonight on Sports Day. Uh, You're very welcome, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the podcast and don't forget you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, 6pm or 5pm Queensland time. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.